There we go. All right. Are y'all folks ready? Yes. All right. Now it's really quiet in here. That's not how radio works. Oh, man. All right. We're talking a little bit today about um, kind of an effort that I got involved in and met some really cool people and some people that I knew already that I didn't know were involved. And I love it when uh, things come together like that. However, I do find that whenever you have something that calls to your heart, uh, something that you, you enjoy doing, most of the time the people that are somewhere involved in your life uh, do those things as well, right? We all kind of have similar interests. And actually, I'm going to start with Beth because my friend Beth is in studio with me. How are you doing? Good morning. Thanks for coming in because yes. <laughs> my husband said, how do you get involved in all this this <laughs> wacky stuff? <laughs> I'm like, this one is Beth. Beth has gotten oh. me involved in uh, serving cheese curds with yes. less out in New Ulm. For cheese multiple- curds are my favorite food ever. It's a food group, I <laughs> yes. think. Yes, um, it is. <laughs> really good. Uh, and then all of a sudden Beth says, do you want to come and help save a goose? I said, what are you talking about? <laughs> Super random, but does anyone want to come and help? And you were the only person out of our, the small group that said, yes, I w- I'm busy, but I will come over there and help out. Yes. I'm like, thank you, Lisa. Because I'm a fabulous. An, I'm an animal lover. Yay. And so, thank uh, you. We, we get, I don't know if anybody saw the free press. I've been still getting, um, messages on like apparently I was in the free press thanks Rob Rob Murray is in the studio (laughs) how are you doing I'm doing great how are you doing I'm well I'm a little more famous now because I've been in the free press I think one of three times I think it was a strategic choice to put a very famous Mankato person (laughs) in that story so uh you were involved in goose rescue as well um we're talking about Spring Lake Park Uh, and you were there uh, were you there before Beth with Beth did you guys know each other before? Didn't know each other before that, no. Operation Godfrey? That was attempt two. Yeah. Operation Godfrey, yeah, successful. And then uh, Dinah, I've had you in studio before for yeah. a different project. Yeah, that was funny because I didn't, well, when I didn't know Beth before Goose, Goose Rescue either. And she showed up and she said, I have a friend named Lisa, can I bring her too? And I said, sure, yeah. And Lisa shows up and I go, oh my gosh, I know you, you're famous. Not really. Well, I mean, to me you were. In a small town, in a small town. Uh, But all brought together to help rescue poor uh, Godfrey the Goose, who was the goose that was in Spring Lake Park and injured for quite some time. Um, And not really sure how how injured, but knew that when... um, what when when the rest of the flock left, they took off. I guess. Do we know how long he was there? Uh, I believe it was an injury that happened earlier in the summer. <gasps> okay, and that voice, that soft-spoken voice in the corner, <laughs> is Chastity with Aspen Acres, um, and she's kind of the reason that all of us are here with Aspen Acres. Uh, welcome. It was Hi. So good you. to meet you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for doing what you do. Um, you have. We're going to talk about Aspen Acres. You've got a wildlife rehab and a farm sanctuary. Two different things. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about the business side of that and how how it came to be that you... I wouldn't look at you and be like, this girl has got a farm and animals and... Yeah, yeah. So um, the wildlife rehab is um, something that we do it's permitted through the state and federally to rescue our minnesota wildlife um we bring them in injured orphaned um ill 
and try our main goal is to try and get them rehabbed and back out into the wild released. Um, and then the farm sanctuary side of it is, is very separate. And that is something where we are um, a sanctuary setting, a home for animals with disabilities, farm animals with disabilities. Um, sometimes they come in uh, neglect cases or have ongoing vet care needs or have a, a disability that needs like special considerations like blind or mobility issues. Um, okay, so it's really important to distinguish between the two different operations that you have going on at your homestead because you have you have uh, wildlife rehab, which is like you said, Minnesota wildlife. This is it's not the goal to tame wild animals. Correct. That is actually the opposite. Yeah, right. we we need to get them back out into the wild. Yep, and then the other side is more of a domestic, um, human interactive based sanctuary. Okay. How long have you been doing this? Um, so the farm sanctuary, like bringing animals in, started probably three, three years ago. Um, and the, the wildlife rehab also has been about three years. Okay. How does one decide that that's what they want to do with their property, with their life? Uh... <laughs> um, so I started helping uh, another rehabber, and it just... Was, I've always been into animals. I started at a vet clinic when I was 15, and I started helping a rehabber doing like the smaller things and going and seeing it, what it is that she does, and I decided that it was something that I wanted to do. And okay. there's just a whole process. You have to go and get Yeah, tell permitted. me about that, because you can't just decide, hey, I'm going to have some wild animals and, yeah, and, yeah. and help make them better. <laughs> yeah, so um, you have to go into it with a mentor, and... You um, have to have specific setups. You um, do some testing. You have to have um, you have to have people come in and, and do a check of your facility. There's ongoing paperwork and, and documentation that you have to be very up on. Um, things like that. Continued education. It's there's a lot to it to get mm -hmm. started, but once you're in, it, there's a huge network um, of people that all do it and rely on each other, and it's really it's really a neat community. How many do we have in our southern Minnesota area that are doing what it is that you do with, with Minnesota wildlife? Not um, enough. Not no. enough. <laughs> I'm the farthest south, um, so anything farther than this is is on my area. Okay. Um, but there's... So you really cover the southern... Part, part yeah, of the state. And you're in Wasika, right? Yeah, yep, Wasika. And then there's one in Kilkenny, and she kind of specializes in um, certain animals. And then um, we do have a Rochester gal who does awesome raptor work. Mm -hmm. um, but other than that, we don't really have much down here in the southern part of our state. Okay, interesting. And how busy are you? Because we know um, that there's animals that are injured all the time, and, and I want to ask later about how people get in touch with you of course but how busy are you on a day-to-day -day basis with just the wildlife rehab portion of things does it really depend on time of year does it yes yeah, so time of year anywhere from like april may to october i can take anywhere from zero to 15 calls a day oh wow so it just depends on the day and it seems like some days you'll get none and then some days is when you'll get them all, all right. at one time. 
all at the same time of day. It just... <laughs> when it rains, it pours, yes, huh? Yes, right. yep. Um, well, we're going to come back and talk a little bit about uh, the other side of the road on your property, if you will, um, the wildlife rehab on one side and the farm sanctuary on the other uh, being two different things with Aspen Acres out of Wasika. Whole group of people here in the studio today. It's Lisa Kay on your midday KTOE. Thanks for listening. KTOE Middays with Lisa Kay. We've got Aspen Acres in studio and company uh, here. Chastity is with us, the owner of Aspen Acres. Tell me a little bit about uh, the name Aspen. It's a beautiful name, Aspen Acres, for the uh, wildlife rehab and the farm sanctuary. Yeah, so it's kind of our umbrella term and our name, and we have both the, the two entities underneath it. Um, but it all uh, came. It's in honor of our daughter, Aspen, who we lost in 2018. Um, I got sick and was home and needed something to focus on and care for. So that's where I started reaching out and helping the other rehabilitator. Um, so yeah, we, we named it after our daughter, and it's just been a, you know, a huge thing for me to be rescuing in honor of her. Right, right. Yeah. It sounds like a passion for you. Uh, tell me a little bit about the farm sanctuary portion of, which is completely separate from the wildlife rehab side of things, um, where you have animals that come. How many animals do you currently have? Uh, we have 37 permanent residents currently. All right. And ranging from what, what kind of animals are on the farm sanctuary? Everything from geese and ducks to um, large cows, Jersey Holstein you know oh wow every yeah and did you know about these animals beforehand or is it something that you've had to learn going in or you learn Mm -hmm. yeah so I didn't grow up on a farm (laughs) okay because that's what I I was like yeah no so maybe um, it's secondhand nature like it's been a lot of learning and reaching out and finding who does work with those animals so I can do it the way it's supposed to be done Mm -hmm. um a lot of that you know interaction to make sure it's done right do you have staff um, no. So we are 100% volunteer run okay. at this time. Which leads me to my friends sitting to my left here. Yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. Volunteer run and um, donation funded. Okay. Funded. Yeah. So, okay. Um, and um, I have a brother with Down syndrome. So it was kind of really a drive for me to kind of put the two together and it's a place for people with disabilities to come out and do volunteer hours. Um, The therapeutic side of being with the animals and helping animals who have disabilities. Um, So uh, weekly or every other week we have a group that comes out, Unique Abilities, um, and they do our full barn cleanouts for us. They interact with the animals. They'll come out and help do um, any sort of extra events or anything like that. But they come out um, one-on-one, too, and just feed animals, check on them, hang out with them, walk the trails. Wow. So, How many acres do you have? Uh, Fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. And so as far as the, um, the farm sanctuary goes, uh, people can, other people can come out and help volunteer. Do you, do you yeah. look for volunteers all the time? Or? Yes. Yep. So we have, like, volunteer setup um, groups, so... They can see what projects are needed, so you can just come in and bop in for like a project as needed. Okay. But we also have um, chore volunteers that come on a specific day of the week to and do, do something and right? do their chores, like okay. the feed chores. So right now, all of our evening chore feeds are are taken. So that means, and it's awesome because it's a lot of them are high school students. Oh, nice! That are coming out, getting involved with 
you know, a farm right. setting and everything. So And learning at the same time. Yeah, it's really neat. Yeah, so it's, it's got to provide a lot of information. Tina? Yeah, I have a question about those chores because I saw, and I'm learning also just sitting here and listening to you, Chastity. Like, it's beautiful to learn this, but like those chore hours, when do they start? Because I'm curious too to volunteer, but, you know, driving over there. What is it? Yeah, so chores are usually done about five. Well, it's being how it gets so dark early. Yeah. People are starting around, (laughs) you know, five-ish right now, but five to 6.30 is when it starts. And I would say at the most, it takes 40 minutes. Right. That's not a big commitment. I mean, and then people can come. I mean, a lot of times they want to visit with the animals, Mm -hmm. interact with them. That's enrichment for them too. So Mm -hmm. that's, we love that part of it. Right. And we should probably, if people want to find you, we'll go over this again, but um, social media is a good way to connect with Aspen Acres. How do you spell that? It's A-S-P-Y-N. Okay. Acres. And yeah, we we try to keep up quite a bit on there with everything going on. You get to know the different animals. And, oh yeah, all the, the crazy antics that goes on. And there. also some of those, um, those rescues that happen. Um, yep, yep. We try yep. to share some of what we go out and do on location if we, if we can. We're going to tell a couple of stories when we come back from break. Of course, uh, the the rest of us sitting here in studio were kind of involved with the uh, rescue operation for Godfrey the Goose in Spring Lake Park. But you've got some other stories that we want to hear yes, about sure. as well uh, coming up a little bit later. Aspen Acres Wildlife Rehab and Farm Sanctuary on the studio uh, in the studio with me today here at KTOE. It's Lisa Kay on your midday. We're going to head off to the news department and check in with sports, give you a check of the weather coming up in just a bit, and we'll be back after the LFN here on KTOE. Thanks for listening. Back on KTOE, it's Lisa Kay on your midday, 1040. Thanks for hanging out with me. And the folks from Aspen Acres, we're talking about uh, wildlife rehab and farm sanctuary. Aspen Acres is located in Wasika, and uh, Chastity is the owner. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Godfrey the Goose and how that all came to be. You said it took five attempts for us. I think I was only involved in four and five. Yeah. Um, but five I- attempts. Yeah, not including the first time I showed up and thought, hey, I might try to grab this myself. <laughs> and which that didn't was work, huh? A joke. Yeah, no. <laughs> you kind of got to see exactly how ill the animal is or how injured it is to assess how, how much is going to be needed for a rescue like that. Right. And the, the one thing that people have asked me, I don't know if they've asked any of you, but like, how much training did you get before you were able to go out and just grab this goose out of the park? Um, which we did. <laughs> we did. We did get told what to do, what we needed to do, making sure the wings were tucked and how to hold and all of that. So thank you for that. So the first few times it was, I needed the warm bodies. Yeah. You know, like I needed... Corralling, Exactly. Right? Yep, exactly. Um, and then just kind of the quick explanation. If you are the first one with hands on that bird, this is what, you know, a quick of what you do. I did not expect to be the first one with hands on that bird. I think, uh, Rob, you and I were like walking. (laughs) Well, first of all, we had to get, and Chastity wasn't even there that day, but we had to get, um, we had people all over the place. I don't know which one of you was like, everybody go here. Do y'all remember? Well, we tried to flush him. He was in the channel between Spring Lake Park and the other, like where that channel that goes to Hinnaker Pond. Mm -hmm. And we thought, the best idea would be to flush him to the part of the channel where he couldn't get out. And we were very wrong about that because he... <laughs> he got out. He got out. He, right past me, actually. I, I failed to keep him contained. <laughs> you should have dove! And then we all just kind of started running 
You fumbled the him. goose, Rob. I did. I did fumble the goose. Um, and he went over across Webster Avenue, Webster Street, oh. to where the channel picks up. And I I don't know this for sure, but I think he thought there was water there. Uh-huh. Because he went right for it, and he got there, and I think he was like, oh. Mm-hmm. There's no water here. They're coming after. And, and so we kind of surrounded. We did. And then he got stuck in the bushes, and he didn't have anywhere to go. Literally. And that's how we that's how we got. Yeah, I think uh, Barbara was there with a net, mm-hmm. and you and I had a fishing net, and so we kind of, I don't know, I, yeah, it happened. But it was an amateur operation. <laughs> <laughs> I was supporting remote, and I got a FaceTime video. I'm surprised you guys stayed as long as you did. That was the longest effort that you put in, I think, because Rob called and he's like, "This goose is just not letting us get to him." Mm. And then there was a picture of a kayak that came through the on kayak. my end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Somebody brought it. It was Brianna. Yes. Brought a kayak. Yes. And I didn't know how she was thinking about leaning out of the kayak to grab this goose. But what we really did, that, that's what I didn't understand at the time. But what she what she did was to corral the goose to the location where we were able to finally get the goose, but yeah, didn't mention poor Brianna. We're all across the street, leaving her there to get the kayak out by herself. Thank goodness she's a kayaker. Did we mention we're all volunteers? <laughs> well, we bring kayaks. That was hilarious. But I mean, at the end of the day, uh, the goose was transported. Rob ended up taking the goose to Aspen Acres. What's the goal once you receive an animal? Uh, what was the intake like, and, and what happens? So on intake, um, we have paperwork, so we got to know where it came from, finder information, location, um, especially with, you know, federally regulated birds and and that kind of thing. Um, And then we do our our full assessment. We kind of want them to have some downtime. Then we check them out, make sure everything is, is how it should be, where the issue's at, you know, what exactly needs to be done right now before you know it goes on to the next step if if it's something that's injured and needs to go up to um, wildlife rehab center and get the right care or a raptor that needs to go up to uh, the u of m raptor center um, it just and you're connected with all of those yeah yeah so a lot of times they'll send a you know a referral down if it's down in this area i'm you know if i'm closer then they'll send it down and then i can do the first uh initial intake cares um, and decide what where it goes, what it needs. Okay. If it's not something that's going to stay in house and be cared for um, at our facility. Right, right. So the goal is to get them back and released into the wild. Exactly. Like that's yep. the end goal of of wildlife rehab. Yes. Yep. All right. Well, that's good to know. Give me a story that you have. I know you've got a thousand stories floating around in your head about one of the best rescues or the oddest. I think Dinah wanted to know about the the oddest rescue. Do we want to hear about the two? <laughs> okay. The toad. Okay. So, um, being I'm farther south, sometimes I get, you know, people that have to transport the animal to me for, from quite a ways. And, um, I got a call about a toad that was injured. Its arm was injured apparently. And, um, that toad was transported from Winona. Oh to, my. To my door. So that we could uh, assess the toad. Um, so people bring animals, uh, large and small. You get them. You get all walks of life. You get all sorts of crazy questions and and animals coming through the door. Um, I don't know as far as the farm sanctuary, something a little bit crazier. I, I 
not so much crazy, but we've seen some really awesome turnarounds with okay. rescue, um, being that we can we take in animals who've had um, neglect type situations. Uh, seeing them turn around is, is really neat. Uh, we have a, a Hojo or a Jersey Holstein mix that came in, um, I would consider, on death's door due to neglect, and he um, does not even look like the same animal. Mm. So um, we've seen... We've seen some animals come in pretty rough shape and, and make an awesome recovery. That's nice to hear that there is that. And unfortunately with that, there's probably the other side of things too that you've had to experience. And um, it's got to take a toll on you. How do you take care of yourself? Yeah, yeah. So um, I think a lot of uh, uh, the rehabilitators kind of work together on talking those things out. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to call and talk to another rehabber who kind of has been through it. You know, this is a situation where I wish this wasn't the outcome, but unfortunately it is, and you have to make the hard decisions. Um, we have to talk to each other about those things. To what do you say to people if they happen to see something that they think might need help? What would you say to listeners that are out there going? That is probably our number one um, issue in rehab is um, the community knowing what to do when you find an animal. We We hear a lot of, well, we've called around and we haven't found anybody who, who takes them. Because, you know, you call the vet and they don't do that. They deal with domestics. You call, you know, the police department and they'll, they're not quite sure either. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, they might come out and dispatch or whatever. But right. um, actual rehab is hard. You know, we tell people to find a rehabber as, as quickly as you can. And a lot of times that means a Google search um, and, and in Minnesota, usually you're going to be taken to the Wildlife Rehab Center um, at the top of the page, which is in Roseville. And they're one of our biggest facilities. And they then will kind of refer calls out okay. to whoever's closest. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And Beth, you were you had a bat situation? I did. I had a, I found a bat in a in a house that wasn't heated, and um, and it was in the middle of the winter, and I and we disturbed it because we knew that it would freeze to death and so we took it out and I didn't know what to do but I I don't know how I found you chastity but I um I did the google search and eventually found you and then drove the bat over to Wasika and you very graciously agreed to to help me out with it and I think that that bat went up to WRC up in Roseville after yeah. you assessed it and yes yeah 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 thank exactly. you yeah right how did you both get involved yeah, so actually mine was a crow, and it was this past summer, and I assume it was really doing that really hard stretch of hot, and I thought it was dehydrated, but I now think it was maybe pesticides or something, but I caught a crow in my neighborhood. <laughs> Me and my six-year-old son caught a crow, and same thing, we called up, and it was a, um, we were referred to several different entities and finally got a hold of Chastity, who was in Wasika, nearest one, and we drove it over and handed it off, and I think it went up to the rep center as well hmm. yeah she you know and she gets so many that it's hard for her to keep it right and track, depending on so. the condition and, mm-hmm. and whatnot rob how about you how did i get involved in this yeah in the goose thing i just saw it on facebook that they needed help and i i you know, animal I, lover lifelong <clears throat> yeah a lifelong animal lover i thought I, I mean i got nothing else to do sure <laughs> yeah I'll you're go, like me i'll yeah. go i go help out um yeah that's how I got involved, oh. and now I can't wait uh, to keep helping. I think it's, yeah. um, and we need more volunteers. Mm-hmm. So, 
Right. If people are interested in volunteering, is the Facebook page the best place to go to get more information? Yeah, yeah. So our Facebook page or our website. Um, if you scroll down to the bottom, there is spot to click on for volunteer opportunities. All right. Stick mm-hmm. around. We're going to be right back. We'll close out the hour uh, up towards 11 o'clock with our friends from Aspen Acres and volunteer group coming up in just a bit. It's Lisa Kay on your midday. KTOE. Thanks for listening. Back on Talk of the Town, Lisa Kay on your midday here on KTOE. It's 1057. Aspen Acres out of Waseca is the guest today in the 10 o'clock hour. We're talking to Chastity, the owner. We've got Rob and Dinah and Beth in studio. Thank you all for coming in, by the way. Peace out. Appreciate the uh, stories today. And Chastity, let's talk a little bit about um, the Wildlife Rehab and Farm Sanctuary. If people are interested in volunteering and learning more, uh, let's give out the website address again. Um, yeah, that's aspenacres.com. And ASPYN. ASPYN, yep, okay. yep. Um, also, you could reach out on our social media, Facebook. We get a lot. Um, correspondence there too so right um and then you said you do a lot of um fundraising to in order to keep costs down for you sponsoring an animal that's a thing yeah yeah so we do um we do fun events out on the farm but we also do sponsorships so you can sponsor pick an animal and sponsor them um which helps with feed costs vet care um extra treats any any extra care they would need um right now we've kind of started having somebody come and do massage that helps with you know some of the older animals with injuries or pain going on so yeah sponsorships are are really important for us to keep doing what we're doing nice it's a labor of love for you and once again thanks to all the volunteers that you have because without those volunteers you can't be here right now (laughs) exactly yes it takes a village Um, Mm -hmm. it's not something i could do by myself by any means and do you see yourself doing this into the into the future? Is this your is this your calling? Yes, definitely. Yep. We, yeah, I have big goals and plans for Aspen Acres to continue. What are your dreams five years down the road from now? What would you like to have different than you have? Um, oh, that's a loaded question. <laughs> that's a big question, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I would just like to have um, our facility be a bit bigger. Okay. You know, more the ability to house more animals and more people on ground helping um, more animals, essentially. Well, in order to do that, you have uh, a group that the four of us belong to, um, and you're willing to add people that are interested in helping out in our region uh, to possible um, rescue efforts, if there yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. So I'm super excited to start a rescue team over um, down in this area, because when I'm in the facility doing the cares it's hard for me to go out on location and do all of the rescuing so a rescue team will be a huge asset to aspen acres right well we're going to share the uh, information over on ktoe.com afterwards thank you for all you do it was so great to have you in and yeah, thanks I, for having me i hope to see you again real soon yeah thank you thanks, aspen. yeah thank you so much everybody for coming in today it's aspen acres here on ktoe 